0: Hey what's up everyone? It's Jason here and welcome back to another episode of I am Northbound. Yes, I know. Again. I feel like I say this all the time, but I've been away for a while, but I haven't stopped. I feel like I've just been so busy all the time. If you don't know, iamnorthbound.com is popping at the moment. I've got so much going on over there. I'm actually releasing 3 sh- episodes of 3 different shows per week. That's not 9 episodes. I mean, one episode a show, there's three shows, therefore I do three episodes per week. And it's just awesome. i so much fun creating these uh, new shows and this new type of content. And the response that I've gotten back has been absolutely unreal. Uh, in case you don't know anything about it, over at northbound.com I'm trying to create the best music marketing circle and resource available to anyone. Okay. I don't want to bring it out and make it like a hundred dollars a month or something silly like that. There are plenty of other people out there that have these crazy whatever's, but I see flaws in them. I see that they're not perfect and they have huge issues that are not going to help music artists. Like if there's no point signing up for a service, that costs you over a hundred dollars per month to just receive courses each month. Like you need to be kept updated with stuff that's going on. Right. So yeah, I'm trying to do it as best as I can. And to create the best music marketing resource available, I'm trying to keep it as affordable as possible too. Uh, at the moment it's only $19 a month to join and you get well, what's three times four, you know, 12 different episodes per month. How's that for quick maths? Um, the, it'd be so bad if I got that wrong. I always second guess myself with simple math. Anyway, that's beside the point. Uh, but you get all these episodes each week, uh, as well as, you know, being a part of the inner circle, you can reach out to me. I help you with music marketing. Also you get, if you haven't got the forty songwriter, you get that. You also get access to little mini courses that I'm dropping in there. And um, just tons of stuff. I just want to keep creating content for that inner circle so that if you're going to invest in your music career, I'd rather you spend $19 a month with me than spend hundreds of dollars a month with someone else who's not going to help you. You know what I mean? Trying to save you from uh, all the sharks out there. And... um Yeah, by supporting me, like by subscribing, you support me and allow me to keep creating the content. So it's win-win, right? Or win-win-win, as Michael Scott would say. But it's great. So I decided that uh, I've been doing so much content over there, like creating it for the group, that I've realized that I just totally haven't had time to create I Am Northbound episodes. And a lot of the reason is to do with that is because of the fact of how high production they are with video and stuff. So I think what I'm going to do is just for a while, at least go back to just doing podcasts because I can record them anytime. I don't have to like, um, have pants on to do them. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Cause you wouldn't know if I had pants on in a normal episode anyway, no, I'm kidding. Cause I always wear pants. Um, but yeah, like I feel like I don't want to neglect you all for listening because I mean I know not everyone's in a position to pay anything, like for anything. So like if you don't want to come join the inner circle and support that way, you're supporting me by listening now. So I don't want to like neglect that. Okay, I don't feel like I've uh, lost sight of that because I haven't. I just uh, want to do what I can to bring it around. Um, but yeah, so essentially, uh, Northman.com is killing it at the moment and is so good. If you want to go check it out, you can get a whole week for free. As I say to people, I don't care. There's like 30 hours plus worth of stuff there at the moment with tons of content. Uh, Three different shows are out now. One of them is called Content is King. And in Content is King, each week I break down the latest algorithm changes for social media platforms and give you content strategy to use for social media and on your social media accounts. Like You can use it to grow your social following. Um, Because a lot of the times, algorithm changes come out and a lot of music artists aren't even aware of it. Um, So I want to make sure that you're up to date. So by joining, you're going to be completely up to date with everything social media. Secondly, I do Real Talk, which I've talked about before. It's essentially my secret recording that I I do for my one on one artists to kind of give them strategies and marketing approaches and angles that are actually working right now. Uh, that comes out every Wednesday in Australia, Thursday, every no, Tuesday everywhere else in the world, um, which is really cool. And then on Fridays, my time, I do the I Am Northbound Book Club, which is where I break down a business book but give you the key takeaways that you should be. Um, You should consider to get like the kind of next level approaches to your music marketing. So I'm like a translator between the business world and the music world. And we talk about different books and stuff because I know you're busy and you probably don't have time to read a book each week. So I do that for you as well. Uh, And you can go get a week for free. As I said, listen to all the 30 hours if you want, uh, then cancel your account. I don't care. I just want you to get the information out of it. But if you want to stay subscribed and support the inner circle, then I would love you forever for that. But for being a loyal podcast listener, I want to uh, give back to you even more. So if if you want to get a month's access to the Inner Circle for free, even if you're currently subscribed right now and you're listening to this episode and you're thinking, Jason, I've already subscribed to the Inner Circle, what's in it for me? I'll give you a month. I'm pretty sure I can uh, swing you a coupon code and you can just pop it in somehow and it'll work. Either way, we'll work it out. Hit me up and we'll make it happen. Um, but I'll give you a month for free. Uh, all you got to do is is put a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to this podcast on. I want to get the reviews up. So if you do that, um, send me a screenshot of the review that you do for the podcast, as well as if you could go to Goodreads and look up the Forty songwriter and um, leave a review there, then that would be awesome too. I realized that when um, people really liked the Forty songwriter, they usually just reached out and sent him, me an email. And they were like when the book was selling, I had like... At some point, I was receiving nearly 100 emails a day. It was crazy. But um, yeah, there's uh, no many people left a review on Goodreads. So I'd really prefer it if uh, we could get some reviews up there to give people advice as to whether they should read the book or not. Okay, I'm not after you to give me perfect reviews. If you didn't like it, say you didn't like it. That's totally cool by me. Any review helps. It'll help me drive up the algorithm and move this movement forward. Anyway, so today I just wanted to talk to you quickly about the idea of uh, essentially cognitive processing fluency and mistakes that I see people make when they put their marketing message out into the world. So today I, I want to kind of touch on what the idea is. I don't want to go too far into it because I know that for some people you'd be like, what? I'm a music artist. Why should I care about something so psychological? But it's because by not doing it you're making your promotions work against you and you're making things far harder than they need to be so essentially um let me just quickly explain the process by kind of giving you an idea of like how our brains work so essentially we have like two processing systems in our brain and uh, i think it was um kahneman that said that there's he calls it type one uh system one and system two or type one and type two or whatever but it's not types Yeah, I can't remember exactly what he called it, but essentially one and two. And it's your subconscious brain and your conscious brain. Now, our subconscious brain is working constantly, all of the time, processing bazillion gigabytes worth of data every second, I'd guess, because there's just so much to take in. Like... At any moment, like when you're looking at a computer screen like I am now, your brain has to process every single individual pixel. And that's just on that computer screen, not counting everything else around you and its context of space and time and where you're at. And like, I don't know, when you think about it, your brain has to, pro- so, sorry, has to process a lot. And if your brain is unable to process something fluently, it can sometimes return a feeling of dissatisfaction is that the right word like you're not satisfied you'll be unsatisfied with the emotion like the response because your brain can't process it have you ever watched gifs on reddit or anything like that for like the oddly satisfying gifs where you just watch i don't know those machines spin candy and it's like wow that just looks amazing and if you look up on reddit oddly satisfying you'll see a ton of these gifs and videos that just make you feel really satisfied and that's because your subconscious brain uh my guess is you know Processing it very fluently. There's nothing that's going against your expectations. It's just it just works, and that's why when people say, "Oh, like I just like it when everything is in its own its spot and its place, and everything's neat and tidy," because that is order and that is easy to process. So we like that. It feels satisfying to to feel like we have control, right? So essentially, um, you want to make that processing fluency as easy as possible for your desired listener. Because if something doesn't process well that you release to your listener, um, they won't want to interact with your content because, uh, or at least they'll have less chance of interacting with your content. And that's usually, it's because their brain is working subconsciously to process what you've said. And if it doesn't align with their pre-built Um, expectations, then essentially their brain's going to return that unsatisfied feeling and they'll just misattribute or, I guess, deservedly attribute that feeling of not feeling satisfied with your content. Like, they're going to feel uncomfortable, I guess, and they'll pass that on, You say, it's your fault, essentially, without even being rationally and consciously aware of it yet. They'll just go, I don't know why, just I'm bored, I'm not into it, whatever, and they'll continue scrolling. Uh, Have you ever thought, um, you know, when people walk through like, um, a spooky place and it's like they say stuff like oh, i've got a, f- a weird feeling about this place it's because that's their brain um i believe not um processing fluently their surroundings because it's a different type of surroundings. something doesn't add up their brain doesn't feel completely safe because it can't assess that because they haven't been through that situation enough for them to just accept its safety so they will say i just don't feel that Like, I feel like there's a weird feeling about this. It's just your brain going, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I haven't concluded that this is safe or unsafe. You know what I mean? So I don't know Like you've got to make your mind up. And because we play it safe, usually we'll say, yeah, let's not do it. Um, But then again, if you see something that you know is dangerous and you've seen people do a hundred times and always end up injured, like those little hoverboard things with wheels, I'll never stand on one of them after seeing how many people fall off them in fail compilations, then you know that's probably not a good idea because you can process that easily, you know what I mean, to come to the conclusion that it's not worth doing. Regardless, essentially, um, you need to make your messaging process as fluently as possible, okay? Let me explain this uh, in one more way. So there was a study done ages ago where they found that when people were standing at a specific uh, table, Um, and they put an object in front of that person, they didn't ask the person to reach out and grab it, but they did place the object within arm's length, and they measured the person's desirability for that said object. Now, I'm assuming they did this through like mapping their brain or whatever, but they realized that the person's desirability for the object was up high when it was within arm's length. But when they moved the object out like side of arm's length, then their desirability... Significantly dropped, even though they were just standing there with their arms by their side, just as they say there were the others, just arms by their side, not move, like not doing anything. They're not reaching out for it. Their their inbuilt desirability was lessened significantly because of it being moved out of arm's reach. Now here's the interesting part: those same people were then given a tool that they could use. I imagine it like a walking cane, like a stick with a hook on the end of it, something they could use to reach out and hook the item and bring it back into arm's reach and then hold it themselves if they wanted to. And all they did was hold that tool in their hand, down by their side, and by holding that tool, their desirability went back up again. Isn't that interesting? And it goes to show like like people really uh, their, their brains will process uh, the idea of reaching forward and grabbing that, and if the brain can't process reaching it, it doesn't care for the item as much. Uh, but if you're given a tool that allows you to do that, then their brain is going to process that more fluently, and therefore um, the desirability will increase as a result. Okay, uh, very simple. So even though that's slightly outside processing fluency, it makes a similar, uh, it, it it illustrates that's a similar point. Okay, you have to try to create a way so that people can process fluently what you're asking them to do. And the way to do that in the way like the study is by allowing them to feel like what you're asking them to do does not require much effort or work in order to do so. So for example, um, on a bigger level, if you're asking them to sign up for a mailing list and jump through a million hoops before they get access to something, they might not be interested. But if you make it super easy within arm's length, okay, within arm's reach, don't move it outside that they have to take a step forward, just do that simple movement, they're more likely going to do that or be at least more open to doing that. Uh, Secondly, on a micro level, you need to speak in words that already align with their pre-built cognitive expectations uh, to figure stuff out. Now, when I explain this stuff, it does come across a little bit like you're talking to idiots, okay? Like it sounds like surely people are smarter than that. But what I'm talking to you about is the primal subconscious mind that is processing things as quickly as possible. So these little points do matter, okay? So keep that in mind when I talk about this stuff. But essentially, is that you have to use words that people can associate with the desired action you're asking them to do without needing to translate or reconvert anything. A problem that I see music artists make quite often is when they say stuff like, check out my latest song. They really shouldn't be saying that. They should say, stream my latest song because they know what streaming is. But in case someone doesn't, you could say, click here to, stream my, to listen to my new song or listen to my new song now. Okay. So they know what listening is. That's the easiest word out of everything I just said then so you should say listen to my new song now available wherever you li- wherever you stream your music you know what I mean rather than check out my latest songs on Spotify because the brain has to go check out what does check out mean well check out is close to um you know the this and check out me it's slang for listen to and I guess that means he's asking me to listen to and that's a lot of processing right but by removing all of those steps and just saying listen to my latest song now then you're telling them to do it at this moment. So they know when you're asking them to, to do that. So, so they know exactly what you're trying to say. So you, they get that, right? Because listen is easy to process. So that's a micro way to be able to increase your cognitive processing fluency in your messaging. But another massive mistake that I see music artists make, and this is pretty much the last one that I'll talk about today, because this is a massive topic, okay? I talk about it a lot in real talks, but I want to kind of give you the idea of it to kind of help you understand the concept, but also remove yourself from the mistakes that music artists usually make um, that I see online anyway. And especially people, not even music artists, but people teaching marketing when they do advertising, they make this mistake all of the time. I can't believe how many times I see people uh, do this. In fact, I just saw it last night, which is probably why it's on my mind to talk about it on today's episode. But The problem is that people do a lot is talking about it from their personal, selfish perspective. And the way you do that is by saying, I. So the ad I saw last night when I was scrolling was a guy who was, ironically and strangely enough, teaching marketing. That when the ad started, he said, it was like this. He goes, hey, everyone. I'm just currently in my office at the moment, and I'm just working through a couple of little uh, courses that I'm working on, and I, I think it's going to be really good. Like, and I just scrolled by and then insti- like, instinctively, and then so I stopped and I went, hang on a minute, I should check that ad out. I was like, why did my subconscious brain tell me to keep scrolling? It was because it was so hard to process, because he was only talking about himself. And if you hear people say, I, 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 I do this, then I do this, and a lot of music artists are guilty of this. I've been working hard in the studio. I've been doing this. I think that it will be great, blah, blah, blah. How is that about the listener? The person scrolling in their feed, how is that going to speak directly to them? This is why I recommend that music artists come out asking questions like, "Have you ever felt like this?" Yeah, I have too. That's why I created this song. You don't have to use that literally, but you can do. Uh, just use that as a general overview and give you an idea of how to kind of uh, figure it out for yourself. Uh, but you, how you actually you know use that in your messaging, but that's essentially it is ask them that question. Jerry Seinfeld says, what's the deal with airline food? And it's the same type of thing. That's an amazing sentence for cognitive processing fluency. I've seen it broken down a couple of times, and it's really interesting how that works. But you want to create that point of relatability so their brain doesn't have to go, okay, they're saying I, but that's not me. That's them. Are they talking about themselves because it's relevant to me, or do I have to is this something I need to figure the code out for, or being able to see how it relates to my life? Um, I'll listen, and they're talking about I, 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 and their brain's trying to figure out how to like understand if the messaging is even relevant to them. It's too much work, right? And that is the problem. The problem is, is that it feels so satisfying to talk from that perspective because it's perfect cognitive processing fluency for us as individual people, right? So if we talk about ourselves... We live our perspective and are only our perspective, so it feels super satisfying to talk from our own perspective because we're used to doing that. We don't know any other, di- like, any other way. We don't know any different. So how can you talk from anyone else's perspective? So you need to think to yourself, I need like whenever you do your messaging, am I talking from my perspective? If you are, then change your entire messaging approach because the only person in this world that will process fluently your perspective is you. And that means everyone else who reads it won't. So you need to make it process to their conversation fluently. And you do that by tapping into their emotion, asking them questions. You wrote a song about a recent breakup. So if you've ever gone through a breakup that just feels like whatever, so did I. That's why I wrote this song. As I said, don't have to use that literally, but that's the kind of approach that I use to kind of avoid being, uh, I tell music artists to use, sorry, uh, to implement, to avoid like cognitive dissonance, so to speak, or processing fluency that Well, not so much distance kind of but like not really more so just how to process fluently so that process your message fluently so that what you release aligns with their internal conversation feels satisfying to read requires so little work as i said it can come down to the individual words you choose about action words versus slang but try to be as clear as possible when you're asking them to do something and you will see an increase in conversions it's just basic uh, how the human mind works Anyway, I want to thank you guys so much for checking out this episode of I Am Northbound. I'm going to start recording more episodes uh, as we go now that it's easier for me to do so just as the podcast. Remember, get those reviews done, send me a screenshot, and I'll hit you up with a free month of I Am Northbound. But until then, have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of I Am Northbound. If you want more episodes of advanced music marketing that dives into even crazier stuff than what you just heard, then go to IamNorthbound.com and join the I Am Northbound inner circle. Every single week, you're going to get access to a ton of content that talks about things that other people just aren't talking about. We dive into advanced music marketing strategies, psychology and its application to advertising, persuasion and scientific research. Trust me, this stuff is information you cannot get anywhere else and will give you the upper hand in growing your audience and getting your music heard. Mm-hmm.